Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Spill it the mead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, bitch the pot. The T is hat. H-A-W-T. What? What? It's, uh it's so hot. I've been... <laughs> Like so excited to tell Emily this story and all of you. I for wanted so to long. look this up so bad. Oh, thank you for not. I'm, I didn't. I'm a little worried that like there's that lap between when it comes out on Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, don't look because this is going to be a two parter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, d- fight the urge to look because I'm hopefully going to leave this on a huge cliffhanger Ooh. and like leave you wanting more. And just don't look. Let me tell you. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Let me tell you. Yeah. I'm so glad that I get to hear them back to back because I am so impatient. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There is, uh, this is a really popular one. This is another one where I'm, there's so much information on this out there. Not just on this story, but all of these individual people this whole time. uh, This is like the embryonic stage of the Tudor period. Like, this is like. Uh, you can't really call it that, but kind of. I don't know. Yeah, it's like coming out definitely the end of the Middle Ages and like coming oh, it's into that, Renaissance. Like weird, awkward, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. middle time. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of my favorite though. Yeah, a lot because of- I love Renaissance and I love the Middle Ages. Like in yeah. the mixture, like right when one was turning into the other, love it. You'll like this. A lot of people say that like Henry VIII was the first English Renaissance king. This okay. takes place in England, so huh. he was relevant there. It's not just me on my bullshit <laughs> like usual, but like yeah, and so. But I don't know. He he was definitely a transitional period. Yeah. Anyways, that's yeah. when all of this is happening. Uh, before we get into this, do not forget to subscribe with us on Patreon for additional and exclusive content. And with that, here we go ooh, in ooh, ooh. The Princes in the Tower. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So it's super important to set up the scene for you. Like, it's really important to understand the world that these princes were born into. So they were born into the most violent era of English history, some will say, the Wars of the Roses. Okay, I take back that part where I said that this was my favorite time period then. Well, I, I would not love the violence. <laughs> I, I know I know what you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, trying to figure out like how I normally have my favorites. Okay. Um, so what the Wars of the Roses are, are their civil wars to control the English throne that go on through the 1400s. They last about three decades. Ooh. It's one of those things where like, ah, man, some people, this was just all they knew. Like they were oh. born and died in like a Ooh, civil war era. You know, it's that hate crazy that. to think about. Like mm-hmm. that's awful. Um, and like I said, this is ultimately marking um, the beginning of the end of the medieval era and the transition period into the Renaissance era. And the way this whole thing's going to end is with the house of Tudor taking the throne. Okay. But yeah, we're going to stop way before that. But oh, okay. I can't yeah. not say it. Yeah. Um, and this whole little, little sitch is going to happen towards the end of the War of the Roses, but not the end. But it's like right there, right okay. at the end. Um, at this time, Edward IV is on the throne of England and 
to really hit home with how violent this era is, their father's reign, these princes, the king on the throne right now, his reign, by all intents and purposes, was considered fairly peaceful, but he started this reign by killing, allegedly, the previous king. So it's already tainted in violence, but considered fairly peaceful. (laughs) There's so much story we're going to tell here. We're going to talk about a lot of people, Um, but Emily actually has dibs on someone very prominent Ah, in this story. You sure do. Oh, my God. Yes, I'm so excited. This is pretty much like all that I'm going to do until you cover this person. Oh, my God. And then I can finally like start into my tutor bullshit. How is it not occurring to me like who you're talking about? It it will in a bit. Okay. Um, Very, very shortly. I'm not going to leave you hanging there. But yeah, so um, this is uh, this is really going to kick all of that off. So the scene is bloody. The throne is secure but uncertain. It's a civil mm-hmm. war. Um, so let's talk about their parents. So their father, the king, Edward IV, was actually the king of England twice. Um, he, there was a little six-month break in there. That's a whole That's a whole other story. Uh, Want to hear it? Let us know. Um, but like I said, he ruled in relative peace for about 12 years. He was the tallest the tallest king in British history. How with tall was he? Do, does six, it say? Six, four and a half. Oh my God. Actually yeah. tall. Actually tall. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought you were going to be like five, no, nine. Yeah. Like King Henry VIII was six, two, and he was Holy considered shit. super tall because everyone, like five, seven was men, like the average yeah. at this height. I still so. consider six, two super tall. Exactly. That's six, wild. Six, four is fucking tall. That is like, really tall. Yeah. He oh was, my God. yeah, Edward IV was strong and handsome. And he was kind of that guy and tall athletic um he had this collection of these beautiful historical manuscripts like he helped restore law and order in england for the most part um like i said most successful monarch in the war of the roses um he did however have a pretty unpopular wife oh yeah it's your girl, Emily Elizabeth Woodville. Oh, my God. Okay. That's, that's, that's it. That's yeah. the connection. I was going to say, you have a book. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do have a fucking book. Yeah. So I am going to say so little on her. Okay. Because I, yeah, I actually don't know a lot about her because I haven't started the fucking book. This whole thing is going to, like, rev your engine. Ooh, ooh, and you're going to, like, yeah. Oh, I'm so ready. So sure. Um, I'm only going to tell you what is necessary okay. for this story. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And you're just going to go in and I can't wait. Um. So the thing with the War of the Roses is there's two sides to this, right? Um, Very, very two-sided. So she was a widow to the opposite side of Edward, the king. But he took her as the queen anyways. So she was the widow to a Lancastrian, and Edward killed, allegedly, that Lancastrian and took the throne. So already drama. Um, Yeah. So she was married in secret to Edward. Um, Yeah, it was very scandalous and not well received. Did they love each other then? I don't know, Emily. Did they? (laughs) I don't know. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Edward was like supposed to marry French royalty. That's what who he was lined up to marry, and he marries this commoner who is married to an enemy. Like this whole thing is just a cluster. It's a dripping, dripping in drama already. Um 
Elizabeth Woodville had a huge family that she brought with her to court after she married the king. She had 12 siblings. She was the queen, so she's marrying oh them off well. They're oh. all getting titles. Mm-hmm. She's hooking them up. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was one of those nobody families, for lack of a better term, that had this fast rise. And people oh, yeah. hate that shit. I like, love it. Yeah. I love an underdog. <laughs> oh, yeah. They fucking hate that shit. So, like, she's got a lot of family. They're all at court. And as queen, she did her part. She had 10 children with Edward. And two of those children ten. were boys. The heir and the spare. The princess and the tower. Oh. Mm-hmm. Her, her daughter, this is kind of confusing. I'm just going to say this really quick because... This summed up a lot of confusion in my personal life, being such a big Tudor history fan. And you'll see how this kind of kicks off the whole Tudor thing. So Elizabeth Woodville has a daughter named Elizabeth Woodville. Oh, my God. And that daughter is the grandmother or Elizabeth Woodville is Henry VIII's grandmother. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it's like... <laughs> and then ah. his daughter yeah. is Elizabeth. Yes, yeah, because Elizabeth Anne Boleyn's daughter's name was Elizabeth. So it's just yep. all like, holy God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. I mean, that isn't that just the way? Isn't that just the way? Yep. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so let's talk about those little princes, shall we? So we'll start with Richard. He is the younger one. He was the sixth child born oh my to God. them. Um, he is called the Duke of York. Um, he was also a Knight of the Garter. And just this little boy? <laughs> from this point on, just a little fun fact, because um, now the second born sovereign in you know, the English sovereign is called the Duke of York. And it was tradition after him. Like, <gasps> wow. he was made the Duke of York. Yep, so yeah, that's like tradition. Still a thing. Yep, the all second borns from now on. Yeah, so oh, shit. very cute. Um, he got married at four years old to a five year old countess. Okay. Um, yep, they were married a little tiny three years before she passed away. Oh my God. Yep. Um, and he's going to be nine years old when this whole thing goes down, and he's living with his mother, the queen, and he's her a, other he's children. He's already a widower. <laughs> Yeah, he's nine years old and a widower. Yeah, oh. so you know, and oh, yep, no. yep, and he's living with not a good start, Richard. Yeah, living with his mama, nine years old. So his older brother Edward is the heir, right? Yeah, Edward's brother, of course. Yep. Born at Westminster, oh. he was moved to Ludlow Castle when he was three years old to have his whole household and learn how to be king. You know, okay. very very yeah. standard. Um, he had a very rigid schedule there. He was always in school, like learning everything even his you know activity times wasn't really activity times because you're still learning how to be a soldier like how to everything yeah when you are a child who is being brought up to be king you get no play like no free time so yeah bummer (laughs) yeah um he is going to be 12 years old when this whole thing happens he lives at his home in ludlone castle in the welsh marches when the story begins because we're just still setting the scene here okay um So we just have a couple more things to go over here. We've mentioned the times, the parents, the princes. So now we've got to talk about the uncles real quick. So we're going to start with Uncle Richard. Uncle Richard was the brother of King Edward IV. So their paternal uncle. Um, There was another brother. Um, Edward IV had him killed for betraying him because he was fucking ruthless. This whole time. Oh, my God. This whole time period is so ruthless like it's so killer be killed 
Like Dear God, yeah. Yeah, like your a, own brother. Wow. Oh yeah. Like a total swing first situation. Yeah. Like it's I can't imagine just the anxiety always. Oh my gosh. Of existing yeah. in this time. Um Richard was an English hero. He was an amazing soldier. Uh he did a lot of great work for his brother, Edward. He tamed the whole northern part of the country, which historically in England, those Scots, man, they're always I'm not loving the word tamed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not loving that. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. To put it to put it nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's taking care of some Scottish problems for his brother the king. There we okay. go. Um, his men trust Richard. His brother the king trusts him a lot. We will see just how much in a bit later. Okay. Um, he's he's a pretty trustworthy guy. Um, he's 31 years old when this all goes down. He is the Duke of Gloucester. Oh, okay. It's hard for me to say. That one is so fucking hard. I can imagine, like, how it's spelled in my brain right now, and I can't, I wouldn't even attempt it. I know. I'm sorry for all the UK listeners, because you have, like, on the globe, you have my favorite little piece. (laughs) Like, I just love the UK so, so much. And I'm just going to sit here and butcher. We butcher, (laughs) I mean, I'm the real bad one here about butchering names. I'm not great. I just kind of pick one and stick with it. I'm going to do that, like, pretty much right now. Great. Okay, I okay, love great. it. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. So, Ready to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so Richard was in the North, 31 years old, soldier, brother to the king. Trustworthy. When, yes. When this whole thing goes down. Cool, cool. Okay. So here it is. So the other uncle was Anthony Woodville, but when I watched all of, like, the documentaries and other videos I watched, people in the UK say Anthony. So is that just how they say Anthony there? Because that That, TH is like, it's an American thing, right? Like I've heard people learning English have a hard time with like the, 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 you know, sound. Yeah. So maybe, so do they say Anthony, but they say the, they say the, so I don't know. Okay. But like Bridgerton, Uh I'm always like, is his name Anthony or Anthony? I know. I can't remember. And I read the book and I, at this point, I can't remember how they spell it in the book either oh damn it because yeah they do pronounce it either way it's anthony and bridgerton too so okay interesting yeah so are you gonna pronounce it anthony i don't know i was like honestly kind of gonna ask you (laughs) i I you could tell me what to do (laughs) i love anthony okay this literally it literally says on my notes like what do i say like i don't know yeah (laughs) what do i say okay anthony is Anthony, yeah, I, I like love it. that. All right, mm-hmm. so Anthony Woodville, mm-hmm. uncle number two, he is the oldest brother to the queen. Okay, so um, he is also Lord Scales and Earl Rivers. Um, he is an internationally praised jouster. Oh yeah, yeah. He, is. he is also an amazing knight, an amazing scholar, and Edward. Little Edward, Prince Edward, just idolizes him because he's his tutor and governor. So he is with him all the time. Like that's so cute. Yeah, that is like his, a father to him. The fun uncle. The super. We fun love uncle. it. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, he gets taken out of his household at three, and yeah. the king stays there. You know, like you're you're never around the king. Yeah, you're around your tutor and governor, uncle. Oh yeah. And not all people in um, Anthony's position like are super hands on always, but he was. He was in. Edward, Prince Edward's house with him always, always oh, okay. there. Yeah, yeah, he was, and they had a great relationship. Also they trusted. Also very trusted. Okay. Um, and this whole arrangement of the queen's brother looking after a future king is not 
weird. Typical? Oh, okay. It's not weird. Okay. No, yeah, no, that happens. Oh. Um, yeah, no, it's not uncommon. I think um, that's cute. Yeah, it happens with um, Jane Seymour, too. Oh, okay. Yep, with that Prince Edward. Her brother is the one, even after she dies, like, her oh. brother is, yeah, like, kind of stays cool. with him. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, however... This arrangement can cause problems down the road should things not go accordingly, right? Oh. Yeah. Um, we'll see a good example of that in a bit. Uh-oh. It also didn't go great for the Seymours either. Because <laughs> oh, no. everything's fine if, if people stay alive, right? Like, yeah. As long as like, everyone... If, if, Life stays as is. Everything's good. Uh-huh. But once literally anybody you can't starts dying. anything off, yeah. all the dominoes are going to oh, come yeah. tumbling down. And, it, like, people in this time, like, people that you wouldn't think are significant die. It's still some weird ripple. It, it's yeah, just... it's a butterfly. I love history. Butterfly effects. Oh, fucking butterfly effect. Yeah. And, I mean, spoiler, people are dying in history, like... Like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so those dominoes are always falling. It's like a prop. Some should really look into it. <laughs> really look the, into why the everyone deaths. of history has died. Yeah, That's like really concerning. A lot of historical deaths. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Uncle Antony is there at Ludlow with Edward when this story begins. Um, he's 43 years old. That's not like super important. I just, I, I don't love, know. I love knowing everyone's age for context. I don't yeah. know why it always helps well, me. Well, and like both of the uncles are like, you know, very soldier, jouster, like, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's important to know. Like, are they like retired? <laughs> if that's are, they retired, retired, are they retired or are they like really, really young? Yeah. Still just like at the beginning of their career? No. Yeah, but right. they, this, this sounds like right in the middle, yes. basically. Yeah. Right, right. They, they could still do, well, definitely Richard could still do it. Anthony, you know, 43, like, by Back this then. period. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting up there. All right. One final thing to cover before the story starts. Okay. So this story is so two-sided. Like, there is a pick-a-side thing going on oh, here. Yeah. Cool. And that is the the beauty of uh, the beauty is probably not the right word. The, <laughs> the mysticism of this whole thing is okay. like... This is a mystery that's unsolved, and wh- whose side are you on? Are kind of you thing. very thoroughly on one camp? I am, but I'm going to present this in a way from both sides, and I I hope that you can't tell. Okay, whose side I'm on? Yeah, no, because I love that because just like Catherine de Medici, like mm-hmm. we tend to, sometimes we have different opinions on yeah. things, not often, but sometimes we do. Yeah. so like it'll be interesting to see. I really want to get through this without you knowing whose side I'm on. Okay. I'm really going to try to to give you both shots here. Okay. But I definitely want to hear what you think, Emily, and the rest of you throughout this whole thing, because this is one, too, where there's, I've already said, so many people, so many things, so many aspects to all of this. People, like, devote their lives to this story, oh, it's, you know? Yeah. And so this is a quick skim you know, for, I mean, it's a two-parter, but it's, it's <laughs> Still, just scratching so the surface. much information. Yes, you can finish these episodes and go look this up and learn so much more about it. Like, Ooh. this is going to be such a fun one for just some light reading. Yeah, if you, you want to go down the rabbit hole, even. Yeah. And then, like, maybe, you know, maybe you guys will find your Anne, like your Anne Boleyn and all this. Yeah. Like, there's so many people that you can latch on to right now. Oh, my now. gosh. That's just <laughs> the goal period of this podcast. Like, someone just falls in love with 
someone from history story and they're like, oh my God, I want to look more into that. And then they're just like obsessed. Yeah. I would die of happiness. Oh my God. We have a um, Patreon episode coming out where we um, essentially interview one of our uh, fellow cast members in our Renaissance Fair. Mm -hmm. And she plays um, Margaret, Marguerite, Margot, all the different names of Catherine de Medici's daughter. The one that can't stop fucking that we mentioned (laughs) in an episode. And it's really great. Um, Patrons are going to love it. But she was saying, like, that's her person. Like, she kind of stumbled across her and found her, fell in love with her. And I'm so jealous because, like, the manuscript. Like, if Anne Boleyn had a handwritten manuscript about her life that I could read, like, I'm, like, so happy for her. Because that's your historical person, you know? So maybe... Honestly, I don't think I've truly found mine yet. Like, I do love Marie Antoinette, but I don't know if she's, like, my person. You haven't, like, lost your sanity no, over it. Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah. So I'm still waiting. Yeah, you haven't, like, crawled out of a room days later. And, like, yes. your husband's like, are you fine? Are you and good? I'm just like, I don't know. Elizabeth of Austria could have been. Like, she was real close. I was mm. real invested in that one. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't, like, looked into her sitting, you know? Oh, my gosh. We're all going to be here, Emily, when, when you find, find my person. person. Yeah. Oh, that I start an intrapersonal relationship with. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, in front of the whole school to meet audience. Yeah, I love so that. Cute. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm going to give it to you from both sides. And definitely pick a side because there's some very recent updates with this whole thing okay. that we will be getting into in part two. But let's start the story. It is April 1483, and I'm actually going to let Emily choose who we start with. Oh. Would you like to start with Uncle Richard up in the north, or would you like to start with Uncle Anthony down in Ludlow? Mm, we're John Snow in it. We're going to the north. All right. Okay. All right. So we're in the north. It is 1483 in April. And away in the distance, you hear the footprints. No, the footbeats. I don't know. The, I did not have a plan for this. This was a bad. Okay. There's a messenger coming. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, 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 and yeah like yeah. fast. All right. All right. And like coming straight for Richard, Uncle Richard. Oh, man. And they're out of breath and they hand them this message oh. and he reads it. And then he hits his knees and says, the king is dead. Long live King Edward V, his nephew. Oh, my God. Because the the king is dead. What the fuck? Yeah, his brother. Gone. Gonzo. Super suddenly. From a sickness, it sounded like. Again, that's a whole other story. It was sudden. He was pretty much in the prime of his life. And so... Richard is like, oh, fuck, my brother's dead. I got to get the fuck out of the north and I've got to get down to York. Like, I've got to switch into mourning clothes. I've got to do a mass. Like, uh-huh. the motherfucking king's dead. No matter what. A 12-year-old's what... taking over. Yes. <laughs> and, like, even though that was very clearly stated in the will. I mean, he has a very clear son. It didn't need to be stated. Mm-hmm. That moment, you know, like, that last breath is taken, next one's up kind of thing. Oh, what yeah. a surreal they moment. They literally, like, turn around yeah. and bow to the next. Oh, but, like, there is just this, no like, for morning. vacuum, like, this power vacuum happening, you know, especially when there's a 12-year-old. I'm so stressful. <laughs> right? So, Richard is on his way to York. He immediately is mourning his brother, dresses in black, doing all the Catholic stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's probably praying for more than just his brother's soul because... His brother, the late king, formally declared Richard the protector of England, which means it's up to him to keep 
England, thus the prince, safe until he is of age. Jesus Christ. Yeah. The like, pressure. Holy fucking pressure. And yeah. like, and I mean, more goes with the protector of England. But right mm-hmm. now, the main thing is, where the fuck is he? Because again, this is the Wars of the Roses. Like, yeah. Someone could be coming to kill that kid As a right now. Year old, like that's yeah. an easy target. I mean, like Edward was six foot four and ruthless. This is a twelve year old. Uh-huh. Like this is scary. Maybe. And now it's very much Richard's thing. This is his issue. It's his job now. Yeah. He's got to go. Okay. Even though Edward, now Edward the fifth, is twelve, he can sit on the throne. He can do that, but he does need to have someone guiding him, right? Okay. Yeah, guiding him. Yeah, and whoever's guiding him is probably going to just like be the king. It's pretty like, safe to say that can. the people guiding them probably have an agenda. Oh yeah, every absolutely. time that this happens, mm-hmm. right? and everyone's stepping in trying to be that guy. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, yep. Exactly. So Edward the Fourth, God rest him, clearly trusted Richard. I told you trust would would come back around to take on this very, very important role. Why did he trust him isn't really much of our concern for this Mm -hmm. episode. There were reasons there. Um, It's nothing shady. It's just we don't have time to to talk about it. This isn't going to come up later. That's just a whole other story. And if anyone wants to hear about it, we'll tell you. But not right now. So our concern right now is for Richard, who is now out to you know, carry out his brother's last wishes and take the fuck care of this new baby king. Oh, yeah. Yes. So, Edward, the new king Edward, needs some protecting, too. Because remember that really unpopular mother, Elizabeth Woodville? No one likes the Woodvilles. And I'm going to, I'm going to just... I'm breaking character right now because I know that I said, like, I'm going to present this from each person's side here. I'm taking a break from that right now. This is not, like, a side. No one likes the Woodvilles. It's just, like, a universally. Yes. These are the geezes. Yes. I literally have that here. Oh, my God. We're so on the same page. Oh, my God. There's always that family, right? Like, there's the geezes. There's the Bourbons. We also learned in our Patreon episode. Mm -hmm. Like, there's this family. No one likes it. It's going to be the Bolins. It's going to be the Seymours. It's it's them, you know? So just had to take a break that that wasn't a one-sided thing. That's a fact. No one likes the Woodvilles right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back in it. So not just Richard. No one, no one likes him. And the Woodvilles need to move fast. And they know that the Woodville knows no one. The Woodvilles know no one likes them. And they're, yeah, their positions are not safe right now. Right. And so, and it's also no mystery that Richard, the Duke of Gloucester, is the the protector of England. So where he has been living with a Woodville uncle this whole time, his custody literally just switched to the other side. So they're shit and bricks right now. And Richard's like, I have to fucking get to them before they can do anything. Like, anything, right? Like, there's procedures in place here. So... He was already not, you know, kind of set up for failure here because Edward, Prince Edward, doesn't really know Richard, right? He's extremely loyal to his uncle Anthony. That's Uh who he's been with. Anthony is like a father to him. That trust is there. And Richard and him are pretty much strangers. Richard and his brother, the king, were super close. So that trust built there. But young Edward doesn't know that, right? So, So he doesn't know what he's walking into with Edward, but... Richard does have a powerful ally and friend in London right now. And his name is Lord Hastings, and he's a senior member of the council. So that's great. Mm -hmm. So 
Lord Lord Hastings is where the Woodvilles are right now. So Richard is writing to him like a motherfucker because yeah. everything's going through writing right now, saying you have to hold them off until I can get to Edward, like yeah. until I can at least be there. You know, mm-hmm. like with along with Anthony, you know, like hold off the Woodvilles. They're panicking right now. Don't let them do anything stupid. And Lord Hastings was intensely loyal to okay, the late good. king. Yeah. So he's like, yep, absolutely. I'm on your side. I, I've got you here. Okay. And so, again, like I said, there's this temporary power vacuum. Edward is not in London right now. He's out in Ludlow. He's in the Welsh marches. So the king is not even in London. The only people there are the council who oh. is made up of Woodvilles, essentially. Oh, like, wow. Okay. I mean, the council is made up of a lot of people, but it's made up of the most powerful members of the noble court. Like I said, Elizabeth Woodville has those 12 siblings. That's so many siblings. It's so many siblings. My God. And so Lord Hastings is like, no, no, no. Like, Richard is the guy, not the Woodvilles. Like, you guys are just out looking to keep your place here. Yeah. Like, you're all afraid right now. You should be. And you're going to try to take over Edward. That's not going to happen. We're going to do what King Edward wanted here. He did this for a reason. We're going to go with it. So... Richard makes a lot of sense for for this role, right? I mean, he's the most senior noble in the country, brother to the king. Okay, yeah. Um, He is carrying out his wishes. He is a really quick and effective decision maker. Mm -hmm. Like, we all know that. And when he does make a decision, he makes sure that it's carried out. His men respect him and he, like the generals like ever everyone likes him he's a good decision maker he's he's good at that people like and trust him and he's that military Man. hero which at this time especially is is a big plus because it's not just military this is like all of governing you know yeah. like you're really talking with like your military advisors right now mm-hmm. because you literally have human bodies standing between you and losing your country and that's oh, God. it yeah. so him having that knowledge is really helpful but the Woodvilles are in a in control of a lot of aspects of the government right now because they're on the council. The Woodvilles are literally running the navy, the treasury, the armory. Like, oh my god. Yeah, they're they're big right now and and they're Those 12 siblings are going to work. Yep, they have a majority on the council and so oh, shit. yeah, everyone has to oh my move gosh. fast. Just a fa- like one family having majority on the council. Yeah. That's wild. That's wild. Especially when some weird shit like this happens and now the custody just switched Ooh. from the new king from your family yeah. to this guy. Do you ever right? wonder, like, back then, maybe I would have just wanted to be a peasant. Right? Like, that sounds <laughs> God. so anxiety-inducing. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I definitely I wouldn't want to be in a position where I have to worry about it. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like... No, I want. I'd want to be the daughter of like a rich merchant. Yes, no, that's the way to go. Okay, yes, no, that that does make sense for you. I feel like I'm very like da 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 da, and I feel like I could be a pawn pretty well. <laughs> like I feel it'd be like I'm marrying who now? Okay, I love that. Sounds like, good. So oh, cute. Who now? They're a what? An earl? Okay, I love it. Okay, yeah. wait, what? Like Let's I go feel for it. Like, yeah, this is just how it is. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't want to like ever be hungry. So like. Rich merchant, but I also like don't want a title because I don't want the anxiety of anyone trying no. to take it from me. I think there's a good middle ground. Yeah, the fact of the matter is we could not hang back then at all. I would to be I clear. would take one whiff. 
<laughs> and I'd be out of there. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But at least I would know what it smells like. But at least you would know. But then, oh, no. <laughs> Curiosity is satiated. Yep. So, yeah, everyone right now, like I said, this whole scenario, this whole time period is dog eat dog. Everyone's moving fast, but the Woodbills have moved super fast already. They set Edward's coronation for May 4th. It's it's April, about April 14th-ish, okay. depending on where you are, because the king died on April 9th. And so it wow. took about, you know, until April 14th for certain people to get the news and all of that. So mm-hmm. they're setting his coronation in literal weeks because... They're hustling. Yeah, they're like, oh, get him on the throne. They're trying to take Richard's power away from him, right? Yep. They're, like, just going to throw him on there. And Richard's like, no, that's not that's not the point here. You guys are fucking shady. I need to get to him. And the Woodvilles are like, no, it's fine. He's old enough. He's 12. Like, the, he has the council to advise him. And everyone's like, the council is you. You are the council. <laughs> like, and let it be known also that Edward IV, the late king, when he married Elizabeth Woodville, he just started handing out favors to this family, left and right. The Woodbills know that Richard doesn't have a reason to do that to them, and also everyone fucking hates them, so why would he, yeah. right? Like, was, was Edward the Fourth a good decision maker? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I really want to do an episode on him, but I don't want to say too much. He had those 12 years in relative peace, so okay. he... he he, he wasn't he a bad did one. Stuff. He did stuff, and then so we we're gonna leave that. But yeah, okay. So again, there's reasons that he picked. At the end of the day, it's the fucking late king's will that this happens. You know, yeah. And so Richard's on the thing. Like, you don't just get to fucking change your mind now. Like, yeah. That's not Edward the the fifth. I know this is confusing. I'm sorry. No, the I new know. king is not of age. The old king said, "Until he is of age, I am in control of him." Why are you fighting that? What, yeah. There's no fucking question yeah, here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So this was just blatant fucking disrespect by the Woodvilles, right? Like, yeah. disrespectful to the king is disrespectful to Edward. Mm-hmm. Everyone fucking hates you. It's disrespectful to the whole damn country, you know? Yeah. So Richard could just sit back and be like, okay, fine, I guess. Yeah, I guess he's old enough and you guys counsel him. Oh, and just, like, kind of let Take them destroy it? themselves, too? Yeah. Like, you could, but let I mean... Them do their own downfall? Or just, like... Are you saying, like, just be like, oh, my God, I don't want any part of this shit show. Like, goodbye. I mean, he could, but that would be a huge slap in the face. Like, your brother left you in oh, charge. yeah, no, that would be And you're just going to hand him on over the first chance. You didn't yeah, even no. try kind no. of thing. Yeah, no. you got to put in an effort here. Yeah, so he's like, I'm not going to be able to sit back and take it. I'm I'm going to go ahead and do something about it. Yeah. No one likes the fucking Woodbills. The king left this in his will. Yeah. I'm... I could go to London with this Woodville Council, which would be pointless. My friend Hastings has already told me that. He's got me there as much as he can. And Hastings is doing work. He's holding the Woodvilles off, him and other people. But they're holding the Woodvilles off of doing stuff. So he's doing his job. So Richard's like, I'm not going to go to London. Fuck it. I'm going to go intercept Anthony and Edward. Like, I'm not even going to let them get there. I'm going to meet them halfway. Good. I think that's probably a good idea. Yep. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and have a talk with Uncle Anthony, and we're going to, like, hash this shit out. So he writes Anthony Woodville a letter, and he rides out to meet him. Okay. All right. So, it is April 1483, and we're at Ludlow Castle in the Welsh Marches. Young Edward is outside practicing his jousting, I don't know, and his uncle is there. And then here comes the foot... Fuck. 
the messenger. The fuck. <laughs> the fuck fuck of the messenger. And he runs up oh, and he's out of so breath. So traumatic. Oh, another breathless <laughs> messenger. God. And he runs up. It's the same guy. He just did a big circle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sire. Yeah. Sire. Literally crawling. Yeah. Like he's like literally 12 pounds at this point and just like hands the letter, not to Edward, but to Uncle Anthony. And Anthony reads it oh. and drops to his knee and says, long live King Edward V. Your father is dead. It's okay. you now. Yep, yep. And like the magnitude of what just happened is so fucking unreal to the 12 year old your dad's dead swallow that also also you're king you're now. fucking king oh. and like everything See, again i couldn't i couldn't handle being royalty oh god everything that Anxiety. you have been training for right now it's it's now it's yeah, happening you thought you right had now at least a couple years yeah. no you don't no yeah it's, it's time to go yeah and it was a pretty sudden death and it's yeah, like oh it he was not seeing that coming it's not like daddy was sick for a while no. like no this just happened exactly and like god there's just something like even in i watched a quick little like youtube documentary on this yeah and like it was just like a quick YouTube production, you know? Yeah. But even in that moment when they all just like drop to their knee and like long live King Edward V, I'm like crying, like yeah, goosebumps. Like, I'm like, that oh is like just chilling. I don't know. It's I, wild. I don't know. I I had the same feeling when Elizabeth yeah. the second died. I was like, whoa. Long that's, live that's the king. That's gotta be, yeah, yeah. That's wild that you just like turn around and like long live the king. The absolute second, like that breath leaves her body. Yeah, that's crazy. <sighs> yeah. There's no time. Yeah. Um, yeah, so here we go. I'm going to give you the Woodville point of view now. So that moment was a lot, right? Like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shit just happened. And the magnitude of all of it probably hit different for Uncle Anthony here because he's worried for his nephew, which is a son to yeah. him, a son to him, who he has looked after his whole life, more or less. Okay, you know, but he has been yeah. in his, like, he's been there. He knows him. Yeah. He knows his likes and dislikes, his personality. Like He's he there on a him. daily basis. Yes, yeah. they have a bond. Uh-huh. You know, they have a relationship with. Yeah. But with Richard in charge, he knows no one likes the Woodvilles. Anthony knows that. And they rose to power fast. And what comes fast can be taken away from you fast. And Anthony kind of starts, starts shitting bricks a little bit. <laughs> he shorts. He shorts bricks. In fact, <laughs> just like a sharding. It's Italy, itty bitty brick chunks. Flying out. <laughs> just sharding them. <laughs> just sharding them all the way. So Anthony knows I have to act now. Yeah. And I have to act fast because that's exactly what Richard's going to do. I have to get him to London right now. Right now, my life, his life, our lives literally depend on it. Because don't don't forget, this little feud is going on right right now. There are several other people who think that they have a claim to the English throne. Oh my God. There's a lot happening. Yeah, this yeah. is a clusterfuck. It's, oh, yeah, it's so bad. This whole period of history is, <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare yeah. to try to, like, sift through also. Oh, God. Like, especially when you grow up in America and have no prior knowledge of this. Everyone knows the story of this you know in the UK right, but here yeah. you don't know anything and you're trying to pick through the Wars of the Roses and you're like wait the Lancastrian York Plantagenet yeah. what now? Like, yeah, like what's important lot. here? Yeah. <laughs> but what's important to them right now is getting to London okay. like immediately. He's 12. It's the medieval times, right? Like, 12 is old enough for a lot of things. Like, he's old enough to be on the throne with with help, with the council. That's what the council is there for anyways, right? Just in general. There's still a council even when there's a grown-ass king. The council is there to help 
king's rule. Yeah. Like, that's that's a fact. There's nothing changing here. The council is just going to help him. And, yeah, the council is made up of Woodvilles, but who better to look out for their own son, right? Like, who? Yeah. everyone has an agenda. Everyone wants to be friends with the king for a reason. Who has your best interests other than your family, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they, like I said... They are ruling everything right now, pretty much, the Woodvilles are. But it's been going well for 12 years. Yeah, It's that's been 12 true. years of peace. Why mm-hmm. fix it if it ain't broke? Yeah. Like, why not let this successful council rule over it? There's no reason for a weird power vacuum. Anything yeah. could, everything could essentially go back to the way that it was right now. Richard could go back up to the north, keep doing what he's doing, but uh-huh. now for his nephew and not for his brother. Mm-hmm. Edward takes the throne and has the council backing him. What's the problem? Right? Yeah, everything's going okay. Yeah. yeah. Why why fuck it all up? Even the best case scenario for the Woodvilles right now isn't great. Like the absolute best case scenario is Richard comes in, Edward listens to everything that he says, and all of the Woodvilles just kind of lose their title slowly, but are still well taken care of. But you're not nobles anymore. You know, like the best case scenario isn't gonna fucking happen. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. In no, that's any not world. Happening. And nope. it's not it's not good, you know, like the best case scenario isn't great. This is very devastating for Anthony, okay, right? Yeah. And there's also that other layer there of this is his nephew son, you know, yeah. like you can't, you can't lose, you know. Your nephew son. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Edward is, is just a boy. The queen, fine. She's a Woodville. The Woodvilles are that family, whatever. But the queen is still his mother. Like she will be the protector to him. Not yeah. some stranger. Richard doesn't know him really. Yeah. You know, like, and also Antony is doing a good job. He has done everything. He's been a great tutor, a great governor. He's yeah. done everything. There's no reason to rip Edward out of his grasp anyway, right? Yeah. So Antony, the queen's brother, is the one with him right now. He is the one who is going to bring him home to London to mm-hmm. rule England, which is his birthright. He is the guy that's going to do that. So Antony receives Richard's letter. And the letter says that they should all meet up on their way down to the coronation to London because they should travel the rest of the way together to show how united the royal family is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, Richard is saying, Auntie, you know that London's a shit fit right now. Yeah. You know what's happening. You know it's all a fucking disarray mess. Yeah. You have people there. I have people there. Cut the bullshit. Let's meet up. We're both not there. Let's go there together. Hopefully silence some people. You know, like kind of say like, hi, we're here with the actual king together. So why don't all of you shut the fuck up and let the king talk kind of thing. Yep. Love that. Yeah. It's going to make. Sounds like a pretty good plan. Yeah. It's going to make a statement to everyone in London who's losing their shit, assuming the worst. It it does. It seems like a good plan and it seems fair enough. And Antony's buying it, too, because even though um, Edward, young Edward, doesn't know Richard, Antony does a bit because Richard oh. actually solved this really, really complicated land dispute, and we're just going to leave it at that for Antony like a while back. Okay, I'm not sure what that was. So they're fairly cool because this was a big dispute, and it was all you know resounded in Antony's favor. Richard did all of that for him, so they have trust there. Yeah. So Antony's like, yeah, I'm gonna go meet up with you. Why wouldn't I? So here we go. This is where this is where stuff starts to happen. Mm-hmm. You've hung in this long, so here we go. Things haven't been happening yep. at all. So they're they're gonna meet up 
Antony and Richard. At this point, everyone is trying to protect Edward from everyone else, essentially. Who's protecting him from who, right? Right, yeah. I do have a little question. Where is little baby Richard right now? Oh, he is back home in London with the queen. Oh, he's with mama. Okay. Yes, yep. Mm -hmm. And um, his other siblings, some of them, there's like... Okay, that makes sense to me. It could be all of the siblings. I'm not positive on that. but at least most of them. Yep, they are there. ten... Yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, we will definitely check in with her in a little bit here. The Woodbills, they may be hated, but, damn, are they fertile. They're fertile as shit. (laughs) You sneeze on a Woodbill. And they're they're popping out triplets. triplets. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. Like, God. So... Yeah, you can look at it as, like, everyone's trying to protect Edward from the other people, or people are chomping at the power teat, whatever's happening here, there's agendas, but by all intents and purposes, we have at least two people here trying to protect Edward. I love the power teat. The power suckling at that power teat. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because no one, no one knows, like, what anyone's intentions are right now. That's, that's the hard part. Can't trust anyone. That's the conundrum here. So... Richard is there waiting for Antony to show up. He's waiting for him at Northampton. Um, Richard did bring with him 6,000 men. However, he is the protector of the king of England. That's not that weird. He's also a soldier, and, you know, he's going to bring these 6,000 men with 6, him, too. 6,000, though. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot of people. But this is the War of the Roses. No, yeah. No, and, like, I, I get it. That's just... Yeah. Whew. Yeah, wow. Richard was like, oh, shit, like, I have to protect this kid, and people are probably trying to kill him, his own family, I don't know what they're all about, fucking 6,000 of you, get him, we're going. Oh, my <laughs> like, gosh. Here we go. Yeah. God, that is so fucking stressful. Yeah, so they're they're there to escort the king back okay. to London. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Anthony and Edward are also there. Anthony leaves Edward at a nearby residence to go attend this meeting. It's literally like the same street. Like they okay. are so yeah, he's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, they are at this little this little coaching inn um, on Ooh. April 29th. Yeah. It, this oh, today, it's like someone's house. Oh yeah. There's like a plaque on it. And that's it. But like, this is someone. Someone built a life there. Like, I hate it here so much, Emily. Oh like, God. I want to just walk past this place. If you happen to be the person who lives in that <laughs> house, I will give my third-born child to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sucker, I don't actually. Yeah. I'm not actually having more kids. But it can be arranged. My my <laughs> possible third-born child to you. If I could just stay one night in that house. Oh my god. Yeah. That sounds like, great. Oh god. Like the, the places people live. Coach house. Yeah, right? Ugh. Ugh. So they they are meeting at this house at the Stony Stratford at the coaching end. And something happened at this meeting that no one knows. Exactly. But I'll tell you what we do know. The counts that saw them there said that they all were in good spirits. Everyone was fine. Um, They agreed to meet each other the next morning to ride off to London together to take Edward to London. Everything went fine. The one thing that we do know is all parties, like, you know, Richard had a friend there with him. So, again, all we know is that... Everyone left this meeting in good spirits. And the next morning, Anthony Woodville 
is arrested for treason what? by Richard and thrown into prison. What? And would very soon be executed. What? Yeah. So there's two ways of looking at this. <laughs> I'm going to give you both. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give you both ways of That's a lot, right? That, that took a fucking fast-ass yep. turn. Just a quick recap. Whoa. They show up to this meeting. Everything went well. People saw it go well. They agree that they're going to ride to London together the next day. What happened? Yeah. So there's there's different points of view here. Let's look at it from Richard's perspective, shall we? Can I just like real quick give my two cents on whose side yes. I'm on right now? Oh my god, yes, please do. The please. Woodville side right now. Are you okay? Wonderful. Yeah. I I don't like that. That sounds shady. Okay. I mean, unless Anthony did something, but like. I don't know. He raised the kid himself. That's just... Okay. I'm going to continue to form my opinion, though. I'm not thoroughly, staunchly on their side. Okay. No, but that's right great. now I'm leaning towards the Woodvilles. They kind of seem like the victims in this whole thing. Again, everyone picks a side. So, yeah. yeah okay. One, 100%. I'm leaning one way, but I could go the other. Yeah. The, the mead we're drinking tonight, should we like shout this out? Oh God, yeah. We are having a good time um <laughs> it's so good it's this so happens good. every time we like drink yeah. mead mead instead of like other alcoholic drinks oh no i know yeah. it's it's we usually do do mead yeah but sometimes you know it's not sometimes super I easy to come seltzer. by yeah uh, this is like a real local one though and it's yes. so good it's called mythic mead uh, check them out on Instagram. Their logo is beautiful. This Their bottle logo is so beautiful. Is like this bottle is stunning, and it's also the flavor is Freya's kiss. Shut up Are you with kidding it. Me? And Are you it, kidding me? it. I mean, we it always said we're like we're not going to do a free shout out ever, but you know yeah, what? <laughs> fucking did. free shout out right know, now. Literally, it's we're so like fucking no, good. Fucking pay us, but yeah. no, you should check it out because it's free promotion. They are not paying us. We no, love it that yeah, much. We just genuinely love it. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, that was the mead that we drank at the Renaissance Fair. Yes, it's cute. Oh yeah, this is just our like <laughs> feel our good mead. happy time mead. Yeah, yay! <laughs> okay, but I love that you pick a side. The mead and my mead and mythic mead and all the mead keep flowing and we'll see where you end up at the end of all this. But um, yeah, so let's talk about what could have happened at that meeting, right? We're going to start on Richard's side. I'm going to be on his side right now. Okay. So something was said there that like changed his mind right mm-hmm. he had all good intentions like they he wrote this letter he knew antony from a prior thing they were on the same side yeah right this, yeah why did this take a turn so right. fast and even though it stayed friendly and civil doesn't necessarily mean that antony didn't say something that richard thought about later he's like fucking that's gonna be a problem shit because again this is one of those kill or be killed move first or you know lose kind of thing so that's one way of looking at this it wasn't loud or violent it doesn't mean that it went well you know okay yeah um or it doesn't mean that it went as richard hoped that it would maybe you know by some people went well maybe in his eyes it didn't or he saw something that was shady because again the woodvilles are out for themselves they I mean, they have nothing else to cling to at this point other than their family and their power. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my God, they could lose everything in a big okay. way. This is like, I know you haven't seen much Game of Thrones, Maddie, but this is 
listeners, this is screaming the Lannisters. Like, wow. Oh These my gosh. are the Lannisters. I have looked, like, obviously, I've looked I've looked up this case. Did you know that? <laughs> I've I sure up, hope you did. I've looked up this story. A lot of people make that connection. Really? And I didn't get it. I thought it was interesting because one of the big players here is, like, the Lancasters. And people, that like, is really the Lannisters and, like, I all that. thought yeah. Lannisters when you said Lancasters. Yeah, right. I was like, oh, interesting. But, no, it's, like, the Lannisters, they... Their power is like their name, their money. Okay. And then, and it's the wife is a Lannister, okay. not the king. But the son, that means he's half Lannister, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that is. We've got to watch more Game of Thrones. We really do. Yeah, we started to, like, what, during, right before the pandemic, and yeah. then the pandemic, and then we had to stop. Yeah. We'll get back to it. I know I do. I do need to jump on that. That's good. Jump on that train. Yeah, because then there's the new show, too. Oh, yeah. House of the Dragon. Yeah, see, nope, I know nothing. I, I haven't even watched that, so then we could watch that for the first time together. Cute. <gasps> uh, okay. Okay. Sorry. Continue. No, you're okay. All right. <laughs> so, but yeah, the Woodbills are the Lannisters, I guess. Like, that's what's what's happening here. They are the here. Lannisters. Um, and not only that, but they're, like, backed into a corner right now. Like, again, oh. this is kill or be killed. They were already that family, and now they are literally backed into a corner. Anthony was, like, father to Edward. Everything we already know... Antony's not just going to give Edward up, right? Like, you can you can picture them sitting down at this meeting and trying to talk it out. Antony's probably not going to be like, yeah, okay, Richard, sure, like you did solve this property dispute for me. So, yeah, you go ahead and take over custody of my nephew, and I know that you that's, have my back, right? That's his son. Yeah. That's like, his son. No, he's not giving nah, him up. he's not going to give it up. Or betray the entire Woodville family. How the hell is Antony going to roll into London and be like, hey, don't worry about it. Richard and I worked it out, and he's going to take care of Edward now. No. <laughs> no. Nah. So we can probably guess if we're going to be on Richard's side here, which I am for this part. Um, I mean... He probably didn't do that. It probably did not go the way that Richard wanted it to go. So what can he do? And in his head, he is still honoring the late king's will. This is literally still his brother's fault to him. Even if this was a moral dilemma, and even if he was on the fence, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? You're going to go with the king's will. Like, I mean, what else can you do? Right? It's kill or be killed. Yeah. It's. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Loyalty is big. Yep. We're going to pop over to Antony's side now, where this is definitely looking like it was a scheme all along. My right? man's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was all part of Richard's plan. He was going to bombard him here. Antony was not going to ever let go of Edward. Richard knew that. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck are we going to ride into London together? What are you... Like, absolutely not. Yeah. Right? Like, no... We can go ahead and work something out and go to London together, but I'm not handing him over to you. Like yeah. I don't I don't know you, right? I don't know. I'm just thinking of this like like me with my babies. I'd be like, the fuck you're taking one of my kids away? Absolutely not. Right. So of course. Anthony would also feel that way. Oh yeah. Also, you know, I was a childcare worker for twelve years. I'm going to. I'm right now. I think I'm just siding with him, literally for the sole fact that he is a childcare provider. <laughs> <laughs> the 
there you go. <laughs> That's what he's doing. I'm like, oh, cute. He's like taking care of him and teaching him. Child care provider. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. And like, and Anthony knows it's the same thing. Richard does need to act against them fast. And this was how he did it. And he trusted him. It would be effective. Yeah. And yeah. like, so here, here we are. Richard isn't stupid. And so there's no waiting in this period. It's kill or be killed. Is and he executed like right away? Um, not right away. Okay, there's some. There's a time lapse here. Okay. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, for the sake of this story, he's executed. He's not going to come back up. Oh. It's done. Oh, Anthony. Yeah, he walked out of that house with Edward, said goodbye to him, and they never that, saw each other again. Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh wow. I and hate so that. yeah, and so to to yeah, we'll we'll go right from there. So now. Here comes Uncle Richard knocking on Edward's door saying, hey, mm-hmm. how's it going? And Edward has no clue what, what has gone on, right? He is about to get just slapped in the fucking face with the reality of his situation. And the reality of his situation is that his control over his life switched overnight. He is really starting to see how much not a not of a pawn but how much his life just gets to be passed around to people you know like it was a big shock a big shock to him i hate this so the next day richard is going to go ahead and take him on april 30th and escort him to london because his coronation is four days away at this point (laughs) hey i'm killing your dad you're about to be king let's go on a trip (laughs) well let's go so since the execution didn't happen right away, right away, okay, yeah, he was telling Edward, like, hey, your uncle, I'm so sorry, this is going to be hard for you to hear. But like, I mean, this is obviously not a direct quote, but he's going to tell him something like, your uncle, because of the death of the king and the family, it was all treasonous. This is, it looks bad. I know that it does. I know what this looks like. You have to trust me that I have your best interest kind of thing. And Edward, the 12-year-old, is like, uh, okay, so where's my uncle kind of thing? Like, what's what's happening? He's like, we're going to put him on trial for it. You're going to go ahead and come with me to London because that is my job. Like, yeah. this is my job. I have to do this. He did something, said something, something happened at that meeting. Yeah, or it didn't, and this was all his plan. Just because this is Richard's job doesn't mean he had doesn't have ulterior motives. You know, like it can be both his job and he wants the power too. You know, that's why I'm, that's where I'm kind of at right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I mean that's where Edward's at too. And Richard, they both have no clue how to feel about each other. Yeah, Edward doesn't know Richard at all. He doesn't know what his motives are. And at the same time, like, Richard has no clue what the Woodvilles have been telling (laughs) this king forever because his whole fucking life. The Woodvilles are smart and they know, I mean, God is no mystery. Oh, yeah. And if the king dies suddenly, this is where this whole thing gets spun into, you know, like... They've been preparing for this moment, most likely. They've had to plan for this, you know? Yeah. So it's very... It's one of those no one knows how to feel about anyone it's it's hard. It's hard to pick a side. I hate this. Here. This is so stressful. Yeah. I mean, I like, I love it, but I hate it. I would hate being a part of it, but I love hearing about it. Yeah. That's how I just feel about drama in general. I no. don't want to be a part of it, but I want to hear all yeah. about it. <laughs> exactly. Tell me all about it. It, it is hard. Um, other accounts said that um, Richard hinted to Edward that the Woodbills had a hand in killing his father. This was a very loose 
this was okay again this would take some looking into but one of the reasons he got him arrested for treason because what's treason right treason's whatever the fuck anyone decides it is on a whim you know um well it again this is not set in stone this is just one of the things we will we can look into this later if people want to hear it if not definitely do your own research the 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 loose arguments here go a little something like this. So people were saying that Edward the Fourth, the late king, um, could have died be of from over drinking and like this disease that had eaten away at him slowly over time from drinking. He's got but like, like fatty liver disease. He's got yeah. something going on. But like the Woodvilles got him drunk and that's why he died. Oh my god. It's oh, it's, god. it's it's hard, right? But again, okay. from Richard's side, he has to say what he has to say to get Edward away from this guy. But from the Woodville side, they're like, of course you're gonna pull some fucking bullshit strings out to get everyone Everyone's side has a really solid yeah. foundation here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, it's hard to pick a side. Yeah, it is. And it should be. Uh-huh. Yeah. So but I'm I'm just gonna continue to go off vibes alone <laughs> rather than don't ever pick me as a juror. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go off vibes alone rather than the actual evidence. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. So Edward's hearing this, but um the accounts that said that Richard tried to say this to Edward also said that it didn't go well. And Edward was trying to speak out for his uncle. Like, my uncle's not a traitor. Like, he wouldn't do that. Because why wouldn't he? Yeah. Why wouldn't he, you know? Um, all of that aside, it doesn't matter. Uncle Antony is in prison. And Richard is taking Edward to London. And he is going to take him straight to the tower. And that probably sounds insane. And scary. And oh my God, it's all over now because... Princes are in the tower. That's all I know. It can't be good. (laughs) And the Tower of London doesn't have a great rap now. Yeah. But do remember that back in this time, as well as all through Henry VIII's time too, the Tower of London is where people went before the coronations. It wasn't just a prison. It was that. But it was also this beautiful palace. A lot of it doesn't stand now. But it was this opulent, beautiful palace. Like... Henry VIII had, like, Anne Boleyn's, like, apartments remade for her. Like, people went to the Tower of London historically before their coronations. That's where the whole coronation progress starts. Oh, okay. So it was, like, so this a isn't very weird. run-of-the-mill kind of thing to bring no. him there first. Exactly. And, again, he's going to have his coronation in four days. Mm-hmm. So... I'm protecting you. This is War of the Roses. No one can get to you. You're going straight to the tower, and that is exactly where your coronation is going to start. Yeah. And there are documents, documents saying items listed for clothing and different accessories for Edward's coronation. These items are being made. There's coins There's being plan. made. Yeah. Like, because With again, his face on it. Yep. He's this king. Is, this is all happening. Mm-hmm. This is very normal. However... We still have one prince in the tower. So. Princess. Yeah, Princess. Yeah, we've got one right <laughs> now. Plural. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's get the other one there. So. Baby Richard. Baby, baby Richard. Our spare. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I told you, he is with Elizabeth Woodville, the queen. 
And Elizabeth is in London. She hears everything. She sees everything. Yeah, like Richard sending letters to Hastings and Antony and all these people and stuff. But she's the fucking queen and she knows stuff. And she is terrified. And she starts, she puts on a brave face because Elizabeth Woodville, you're going to love her, Emily, when you look (laughs) into her. But she fears for her family's safety. What can she do? She takes her children, including, of course, little Prince Richard. Mm -hmm. She takes them straight to Westminster and banks on the laws of sanctuary to save them. Good idea. Yep. I like this idea. No one, again, like, it's easy to say nowadays because we're like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I'm religious. Like, I go to church on Sundays. Like, religion back then was not that. It was everything. It was everything. Yeah. Like, God, it was just everything. Like, your book of hours. You literally prayed every hour. Like, it was your whole life. No one breaks the laws of sanctuary. This is her only hope. Oh, I'm imagining... Esmeralda and Hunter back in Notre Dame. Yeah. Oh my God. That chills. That movie. Oh my gosh. When he like lifts Esmeralda up. Oh my gosh. When she starts yelling. Oh my God. I cannot, man. That movie. How is is that a children's movie? I don't know. That is not a children's movie. It's not. My children have not seen that movie. Yeah. Because that's not a children's movie. It's. Amazing! Oh yeah, love but, it. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. Prince of Egypt. Have you seen that one? That's I have a- not in a long time. <gasps> but yeah, also like one of those where it's like it's a cartoon, but is it a children's movie? I would love to rewatch that one because that's Moses, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, and that's like not a kid friendly story. <laughs> so I no. like I know I watched it, but I'd be very interested to see how they did that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, here we go. Yeah. So no one's gonna cross the boundaries of sanctuary. No. So so now Uncle Richard is now back in London, right? Mm -hmm. And he somehow gets the council, the council made up of mostly Woodbills, to agree that he is, in fact, the Lord Protector of England. And thus, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, Emily's face right now. Yeah, he somehow gets them to agree to that. Now we don't have time to go into how he did that, but he somehow does. Again, people like him, trust him, you know? And so this is exactly what the late King Edward wanted. And this also gives Richard all the power, right? Mm -hmm. So he also convinces the council. He tells them, you know, I am the Lord Protector of everyone. And the way that coronations go down, I need the Duke of York. He has to be at the coronation. He's the younger brother of the king. A, Everyone's trying to kill everybody right now. So why the fuck is the spare not also being protected just as much as the heir is? Okay, yeah. Like, I mean, people are people die left and right. Yeah, yeah. You, like you, it's not unlikely that little baby Richard is right. going to become king. Exactly, and yeah. I am like in charge of protecting both of them. Just get them in the same spot. They're in the tower. It's a fortified fortress. The Tower of London is yeah. like put them there. No one's coming in. No one's coming out. Mm-hmm. So. And they're like, okay, yeah, that that is true. That is how we do it. He's like, he's going to be presented at the coronation along with his brother. The coronation, by the way, has now been postponed to June 22nd because, well, they got into London around May 4th, like the day that it was supposed to happen. Oh, God, yeah, that's not happening. That that can't happen, yeah. There was a little setback that, like, Earl Rivers is now, you know, 
in the Tower for Treason. There's been some setbacks here. And so we're going to push it out to June the 22nd just okay. to get everything, you know. Need some time. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. And so the council's like, okay, yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, having the younger prince there makes sense for the coronation. But, like, we can't do anything about that. He's at Westminster, protected under sanctuary. Yeah. So at this point, Richard makes a choice. Is he going to go against sanctuary? He is going to take his troops and he's going to go ahead and surround sanctuary. Are you fucking kidding? No. Um, we, yeah, I, yep, no one's ever crossed sorry, this does line. Does he think his mom's going to kill him? I don't know what he's thinking, but this is this is the choice that he makes. And we have an eyewitness account to all of this, which is fantastic. Like, yeah. the fact that this is documented. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be referring to one Dominique Mancini, who was an Italian friar. He's going to be super important later, but we're going to talk about right now, too, because he is our only contemporary source in London during this whole thing's happening. And he describes how the Westminster was, Ooh. yeah, how Westminster was surrounded. And he is saying, he's writing back saying that Elizabeth Woodville saw that she was surrounded. And like she is seeing this happen. And she surrenders Richard, little Richard, over to Uncle Richard. She gives up her son over to them. Okay, a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this because it's a weird question, but I always think like with sanctuary, like, are they, like, fed there? Like, do they have access to a bathroom? Like, because <laughs> yeah. they can't leave. No, yeah. And they did. Westminster, I mean, they have, like, people living there and stuff. And this so is like, this is the queen. This is the queen, yeah. yeah. So, no, yeah, they were taken care of. They were, like, okay, yeah, okay. she had her kids and all of that. But... Why did she give them up then? Exactly. And you can maybe shed some light on that for us when you cover Elizabeth Woodville. Because this is another big thing. How, what was said to have you hand him over? Your son, yeah. And it wasn't Richard that went in there. He got the um, Archbishop of Canterbury to go in there and talk to her. And somehow by the end of it, she gave him up. So what most people think, this is just, again, you'll find a lot of... Yeah, okay. the the most widely accepted, I guess, oh, okay. version yeah, yeah. is the Archbishop went in there. And this is likely that he went in there and said, hey, I am the Archbishop of fucking Canterbury. This is protocol. I know that you're scared. We promise you that right after the coronation, we're going to give him back to you. Kind of what choice do you have sort of thing? And she was like, okay, yeah, I'm trusting that that's going to happen. Or it could have been a fucking fight. They could have ripped him out of her arms. Who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll know, Emily. Maybe maybe she can tell us. You guys yeah. want her to? Yeah, because that's... <laughs> yeah, you guys... That's confusing, but also... Yeah. I don't know. All these men apparently you, just have riz. You were so afraid for your family that you go and take sanctuary yeah. and the first time just, they come and get you. You're just like, ah, dang there it. There you go. There you go. There he is. Like, what? You got me. What like, happened? What? Yeah. We would need to know a lot more about Elizabeth Woodbill's life and the person she was and all of that. And so if you guys want to hear it, tell us on social media and Emily yeah. will give you a great episode on Elizabeth Woodville. And if you don't want to hear it, too bad because I'm fucking reading a book about it. I already bought it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was going to try to make it seem like you had the power there. Um, you don't. Yeah. It's happening. No. But but you know, sooner rather than later if you guys wanted to. There so, you go. You do have the power over that. There you go. How soon are we listening? Or g- learning about Elizabeth. Too much mead. Sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> Continue the story. Well, the, that is a huge mystery of why she handed him over. But she did. Yeah, I don't and get it. The nine-year-old Prince Richard is immediately sent to join his brother in the tower, and now we have our two princes in the tower. And that is where I'm going to leave it today. And we have not even gotten in to <laughs> why oh, this is a mystery. What the fuck happens here? What yeah. the fuck happens here? Uh, you don't want to miss part two. We're not going to make you wait too long. This is going to come out on Wednesday. Part two will be coming at you on Friday. Friday. And thanks for hanging with me on that. Definitely, uh, if you have not, check us out on Patreon. Uh, we're going to be really focusing on putting a lot of fun and awesome stuff on there to make it really, really worth it for the people who have subscribed to us. So this is just the baby stages of Patreon. And we so appreciate the people who have signed up already. Yeah. Uh, we will, we are going to to give back to you guys. Like We love so, you. We are dedicated to you. We yeah. have so many ideas for the kind of content we're going to bring to you. Oh, and so I'm many, so excited. So many it. ideas in general Ugh, that we're yeah. going to, oh my gosh. So yeah, check us out there. And in the meantime, while you wait for a very riveting part two, <laughs> stick around for a fresh cup. Fresh cup. Bye. Bye. All right, it's time for a fresh cup. I'm so excited. Emily has been like giggling to herself over there about this for so long. It's just so fucking stupid. I feel like some of our fresh cups get like really dark, yeah. really deep. This one is so fucking dumb. Like I love it. More so than the clown. Is this on the clown level? It's not even a story. Okay. It's just this is on subreddit unpopular opinion. Which I oh. love to hear about people's unpopular opinions. Hell yeah. This yeah. is just so off the cuff. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I I was telling Maddie, I love when people are passionate about things that are so fucking dumb. Okay. I'm passionate about the dumbest shit, too. So I just love it. Okay, so here we go. I'm so ready. <laughs> okay, subreddit. Unpopular opinion. Punch me in the four face. four days ago. <clears throat> Four days ago. Ooh. Yeah. This is a fresh, <laughs> this freshie. Is, this is fresh, fresh. Rita from Flushed Away, the movie, is not attractive. I don't know that movie <laughs> or that person. Do oh. I need to know? I, I will show you a picture for reference. I will also... I'm sorry, Maddie. You're going to have to put it in with your pictures okay. from part one. Okay. <laughs> you're going to have to... The last picture is going to be... She's a rat. She's I'm, a literal rat. Like, it's a rat. I'm literally... I have to put it in my notes right Rita now. I'm sorry. From Flushed Away. So, Flushed Away, if you don't know, is a children's movie... I think it's... I haven't seen it since I was an actual child and I watched it only one time. Oh, it's older then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've I'm, never heard of this. I'm 99% sure it's, like, about sewer rats. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, <laughs> is it just about a little, like, shit log? Just yeah, flushed it, away. It's sewer rats. Okay. This is... You need to see the picture if you don't remember Rita from Flushed Away, which, like, who fucking does? <laughs> I can't, like, The passion over this. I cannot. Um, so... Just <laughs> go look at our Instagram or just Google Rita from Flushed Away. So, Maddie, this is Rita. Oh, I've seen that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is this like a Wallace and Gromit thing? Yeah, I think so. I think it's okay. from the same producers. Rita Malone. Um, cute. Yeah. So, just like, so just take note of like the belt because he's going to bring all these points up. It's a literal cartoon <laughs> mouse. It's it's a cartoon. It sure is. Um, and her pants. 
I love them. Uh huh. Okay, so we're just gonna <laughs> okay. continue. I'm sorry. On from I'm there. like. So what was his point? Say the title. She's not attractive. Okay. Rita from Flushed Away <laughs> is not attractive. Okay. I've been on numerous Flushed Away message boards. <laughs> chatting with fellow quote enthusiasts and one common denominator between them all is they all hold the belief that rita is conventionally attractive oh such a hottie <laughs> i hit it i refute this <laughs> okay she is not even a four let alone a 10 as some of them claim this has forced me to view society as a whole is worse as a whole is worse regard and i feel this may reflect broader societal problems holy shit oh no is he about to tell me like what's gone wrong my whole life um no but he is going to list everything that is unattractive about rita the rat from the children's movie flushed away i feel like everything unattractive about rita is also what's unattractive about me (laughs) here we go there's some very specifically rat things yeah you're good (laughs) Okay. okay. Here are some of the reasons I believe she's not as attractive as other people may claim. <laughs> okay. They're number two. Number one, <laughs> she's supposed to be Scottish. However, flies as Union Jack on her pants. This is completely unacceptable and grinds my gears. Two. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough, I yes, guess. Yes, that's all right. <laughs> two, her facial proportions are completely out of balance and it is not flattering. I, for example, believe her nose should be a little bit smaller. Again, on this cartoon yeah. rat. Yeah. They were not, like, making this character, you know, to be, <laughs> to like... To be attractive. Yeah, to, like, be some standard of beauty, yeah. you know? Okay. Um, three, her fashion sense is absolutely incoherent. Incoherent? <laughs> okay. I get that the character is supposed to be being for an undergrounder slash impoverished look, but honestly, that belt buckle just draws way too much attention. Again, that's yeah. well, fucking fair enough. The belt buckle's huge. It, the belt buckle doesn't say poverty to me. However, I love a it, big belt buckle, so. Uh, it just, it doesn't, it is incoherent to me. <laughs> it doesn't scream impoverished, okay. however. That's fine, yeah. Yeah. Number four, not only is her appearance not up to par, her personality is absolutely vile. I love the word vile. I love the word vile. God, I lo- if I say that someone is vile, uh-huh. just know that I would that hit you with my car and back up. Yeah. And do it again. <laughs> that yeah. vile. Just know if I say someone is vile, it doesn't mean that much because I'm going to throw that word around because I love it so much. <laughs> I love it. She continually (laughs) just like real quick, like we're gonna be like hanging out tomorrow because we are. And we're gonna be like, ugh, this quesadilla is vile. It's vile. It's literally the best quesadilla I've ever had in my life. Stopping at this stoplight right now is vile. Vile. Vile, darling. The cashier told me to have a good day. It was fucking vile. Oh my god, Emily, (laughs) you look so good right now. You're so not vile. That is the best compliment you could possibly give me. There you go. Thank Tattoo you. it like on our wrist, like not, not vile. vile. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be our first like shirt. Not for merch. Yeah, not just, vile. Just so you know, not vile yeah. on the back. Spill the mean. Yeah. Um. She continually insults Roddy, and every word that spews from her mouth spews. drips with venom. 
Okay, well, just a second. That last sentence kind of got me. This guy is a writer, I guess? Apparently. Like, I don't know, but... Drips with Venom. However, if I'm saying things that don't super make sense, I am literally reading it word for word. I'm not auto... Sometimes I autocorrect <laughs> as I'm saying it okay, for yeah. the person. I am not with yeah. this. So there's been a couple things where I'm like, I don't know what they're saying, but I'm just going for it. Oh, see, that last sentence, I was there that with one them. Was that, good, that brought me back. That was good. I, yeah, yeah I, you lost me, but I'm here now. Okay. I don't think Rita from Flush Away is attractive now. I honestly am on this guy's side. Yeah. Fuck I, Rita. I I was kind of living my life up until this point on uh, just a, a heartfelt mission to look just like her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess it doesn't make sense for me to wear Union Jack pants being from America. So no. I guess. That's but she's a, Scottish. It doesn't make sense for her either. I know. That's there what I'm go. saying. I'm, yep. Yeah. He hates. I'm not this guy's type. Yeah. <laughs> I love a big belt buckle. I yeah. got him. It's so, a real big belt buckle. Yeah, the belt it's itself is huge, though. Not just the buckle. I think that's what throws me off. The, the entire belt the is entire ginormous. Belt is big, yeah. yeah. Five. I know I've already harped on her facial features, but can we please talk about her eyes? No traditional rat would ever have <laughs> green <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Already, green eyes on a rat is absolutely tacky. <laughs> absolutely tacky. He didn't even say like scientifically incorrect. No, Just like it's fucking tacky. tacky. Oh my god! You know, maybe... I didn't expect to love this as much as I'm loving it. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, tells me so much. I love impassioned speeches about things that don't matter. Yeah. Okay. We're coming to an end. I could go on further, but I, I believe don't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> these five points clearly illustrate my point. Rita is not a four, not a five, let alone a six. She is a two. No more, no less. Ooh, ouch, two, huh? Let me see again. Okay. Let yeah. me rate her. No, I, I googled Rita after after I saw this, or yeah, after I read this initially. So you gotta see Rita again. There's Rita. Okay, no, yeah, I, I agree mean, with them. Car- <laughs> <laughs> but it's like she's a fucking cartoon rat. Like, she's, oh, there is nothing about this that is... They did nothing in this illustration that would make you even think that they were trying to make this like sexually appealing okay. at all. So. Yeah, because here's the thing. is I'm like, well, it's a fucking cartoon rat. Of course she's not attractive. Yeah. But put a gun to my head and ask me if I think Mufasa is hot. <laughs> yeah. Oh Mufasa is hot. I, Simba. Grown-up Simba. When I was little, I'm pretty sure that, like, one of my first, like, cartoon crushes was Thomas O'Malley. Like, yeah. the fucking swagger on that cat. The confidence. Ah, uh, that little, mm-hmm. like, Abraham DeLacy. Uh, like, that was just like, okay. <laughs> I'm, like, five, but like, I'm, like, yeah. I'm into it, you know? But, I mean, she doesn't have, like, the Pixar booty. Like, they're not trying yeah, to do is, that. This isn't you know? even, like, oh, God, I'm trying to think of, like, a female reference here who's, like, an animal but still like somehow hot oh my gosh like Lola like Bunny like Lola Bunny yeah I was just well, gonna say yeah she is plain there we go yeah she is no Lola that's for fucking sure other, I could think of other ones do you oh mm, I think you might have been too young mm-hmm. uh, other little little ancient honeybees out there do you guys <laughs> remember Rockadoodle in the 90s no you don't no idea Goldie 
okay, so Rockadoodle was this rooster, and he was like an Elvis <laughs> kind of kind of vibe. I haven't seen it in a okay. long time. But Goldie was the love interest there, and I, I wanted to be her for Halloween when I was little because I loved her so much. Yeah, like I loved her. I'm Googling and it. she's like supposed to be like a chicken or something. Oh my god, she's fucking hot. And she's like, I'd hit it. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. The hips on that girl. Yeah, wait, wait, this let me see. Let me see. Not what I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, let me see. I haven't seen her in a really long time. Let me see. She's fine. Oh yeah, look at her. Wow. The she feather like placement. Buddy, I'm not gonna lie. The feather placement. Yeah, she's hot as hell. Am I gonna have to add this to the to the photo? <laughs> yes, absolutely. You will okay. her blonde ponytail? Yeah. She, she has great feather placement, and she has like this little voice and can like oh. sing really well. You know. Oh and it's my like, gosh. Okay. But yeah, like. You know, I I guess honestly I have no notes for this. I I love this guy and I love his passion and I love it so I, much. I would not be and sexually like, attracted to that right like animated character either. Yeah, and I just love that he was like, I'm posting this an unpopular opinion subreddit because it is a very popular opinion that Rita is hot. And that I, is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I'm just taking a note down because there's no way I'm ever going to be able to remember that I have to post a fucking <laughs> photo Goldie. of these people. At the end yeah. Of- no. Please write that down. Oh God. Um, I want. I'm going to read a couple comments because that's just what we do. Yeah. They're not the vibe. Oh, what? You know, because I fucking love this. Oh, yo, I think my this is God. great. Like, continue. I want to hear your oh, opinions on everything. Are people going to be. Oh, my God. Yeah, okay, I think I've been go. on Reddit long enough today. <laughs> okay, me I'm too. Sorry, you don't want Reddit to be fun. Yeah, get off. Mm. Okay. I still, like, we've been doing this for how many months now, and I still don't get Reddit. Like, that's why Emily's always the one reading stuff, because I'll be like, I'll try to find a fresh cup, and my, like, 89-year-old ass is like, Emily, I don't fucking know. My phone shut down. I don't get it. Okay, the comments, like, the lines that come down, if you know Reddit, you know what I'm talking about. Like, there's Mm -hmm. lines that come down, and, like, someone replies to a comment, and someone replies to that comment. Those confuse the fuck out of me. Yeah. But I have no sense of, like, what is, like linear what is straight like oh, i cannot no, it's straighten a picture on well, a wall then you're like, scrolling down and it's hard i don't understand it okay it kind of like shed some light because emily did put the picture of our new tattoos that we got on the lord of the rings um subreddit yeah <laughs> and so yeah we got all kinds of comments on that <laughs> sure so, yeah. <laughs> but people were putting things on that too where i'm like i don't understand like what's an award like what's karma oh, yeah. what's going on like oh i don't gosh. get it guys i just created that account and i have 2000 karma over 2000 and karma just wow. created it so if you know Reddit, hope, you know that's almost okay i hope that so. that trend like carries over into your life and thank you, you just i have good karma have thank you good 2000 karma for yeah um okay next comment is lmao what the fuck <laughs> no well, just okay next i think i'd rather hear this from a representative of the furry community thank you very much <laughs> no i i think that's that's legitimate okay thank you this next person um at snort <laughs> oh hey well you know it's gonna be good want to be part of our podcast snort <laughs> like, <laughs> my yeah. god yeah yeah they're on the same page with us <laughs> with us i'm fucking howling this is the funniest <laughs> shit i've seen in months also can we please get justin wang to make a video on this who's justin wang i don't know that sounds like a porn star justin <laughs> wang wang yeah <laughs> Hey. Hey. I was trying to think of something witty to say after that, like Justin Wang in these nuts or something. And like, no, nope. Just 
No. The the wing is just in. Yeah, just the tip. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. We There's tried. nothing there for me. We no, tried. you did great. You did great. Thank, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I brought that down. Oh, yeah, because if he, like, writes his name down, whoever the fuck this is, <laughs> they write their name down, like, on a government form or something. Yeah. You know, it's it's Wang Justin. Yeah. Ooh, and, like, Wang the middle Justin. initial could be, like, C, because C is a verb. <laughs> I've had too much <laughs> God. Can we use any of this? <laughs> this is a nightmare. Wings and Justin. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. She's a verb. I don't know. Am I okay? I like it. You know what? If it's going to be any... <laughs> God, we need to probably disend this okay, episode. Okay, wow. Um, so now you know why Rita is not attractive. We are unedited. We are an hour and 40 minutes <laughs> And this was part one. If this is the one that we choose to be, like, the unedited one for Patreon, like... We started out real solid. We did. This ended real crazy. Yeah, so I'm Uh sorry if this is the one. But not sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Bye. 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 Sorry, bye. (laughs) Bye.